Hello, come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop where good conversation is always on the menu. I'm your host and a barista, Catherine Gabriel Jones. Now, last time we were together, we left one another with a challenging question floating in the space between us. That question was, of course, phrased in my own unique way. <laughs> But it addressed the question of a polarized world in which we find ourselves. In the midst of all of that polarization, how do we trust the space between us when the stories that we're telling ourselves and sharing in the world seems so disparate? I chose the word disparate intentionally. Now, I'm a nerd full disclosure, and that word was borrowed from Middle French, which spans the 14th to the 16th century, so 1300s to 1500s. Now, while there was a lot happening in the Western world around that time, we also need to remember that there was a lot happening across the globe, in every country, everywhere. Disparate suggests a fundamental, distinct difference that is so complete, so fundamental, so all-consuming that no similarity seems to be found. Just want to mention that again. Disparate suggests such distinct and fundamental differences that it seems hopeless that any similarity could be found. I don't know about you, but there is a lot happening in the world, in the news, on social media, everywhere, that seems to fit that definition. So how do we bridge that gap in this world that feels so polarized has kind of become the question of the hour. As promised, Today in our imaginary coffee shop, we get to hear Pat Parker's answer to this question. Here's hoping. So in this world, which is polarized, how do we find that space between us where our rhymes kind of fall into this cadence and we can trust the space between us even if our stories seem disparate. I'm thinking that line, never compare my inside to your outside because you blow into my... (laughs) It's like, hello, here I am. Now let's get the party started. (laughs) (laughs) And, And, um... And yet, my next-door neighbor says to me, oh, here comes the smile. (laughs) What? (laughs) Do do you see what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I come in fear and trembling, but I guess I'm smiling. You tell me I come in with some baggage, but, whoa, you, you move like you have helium balloons attached. What was the line that you had used? About the outside and the inside? Oh, don't compare your inside 
to this outside that's approaching you. Wow. The other person's outside. Don't compare your inside with the other person's outside. Oh, that's wonderful. I think it's John Lennon, by the way. <sighs> Seth will appreciate that. Well, he will. He will. <laughs> Don't compare your inside with the other person's outside. You know, I loved that there were slight, subtle changes in the way that Pat phrased this. It felt meaningful to have those different perspectives, to have the prism, so to speak, of experiencing this idea of not comparing my inside with the outside of the person who is approaching me. To recognize when I'm comparing my inside, what's happening inside my head, what's happening inside my heart, what's happening inside my life, with what I see on the surface of the person approaching me. The thing I love about this response to what a question is that it brings up additional questions. It opens a little bit like a, well, like a secret box, a clam that opens, a music box, a treasure box. And it allows this reflection. What's your inside? What a thought, huh? Is it your life? Your thoughts? Your belief? Or beliefs? The relationships that you share and you hold in your life. The events that make up your day. Your feelings, emotions. What do we hold dear, each of us? What matters to us? What do you believe to be true? And here's the real kicker. What do you see when you look around you? What do I see when I look at the news? What do each of us see when each of us look at the world? Now, this pearl of wisdom today is is short, but little things can mean a lot. Little moments can really unfold in ways we didn't expect. So today, when I'm out in the world, I will notice who's coming toward me. I will try to notice what I see in my inside, how I judge my inside, the story I tell about my inside in comparison 
with what I see on another person's outside. It is easy in this world to think that we are surrounded by judgments, and that is true. There are many judgments in the world. There are many hardships in the world. And I know from my own experience, sometimes those judgments come from inside me. Sometimes my insides are roiling with feelings and concerns and wonderings and worries and thoughts and all kinds of things. And it's from that that a comparison can spring. Whether I'm thinking that other people have it so much easier, or I'm thinking that other people simply don't, or whatever the story might be. Noticing when I'm comparing. Noticing what it feels like to compare. That's a hard, hard work. But I believe it's a good work. Here's hoping. So like I said, this was a small, compact pearl of wisdom, and it was filled with goodness. Thank you so much, Pat. And thank you for joining me at my imaginary coffee shop. I'm your host, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. I'm very grateful that you've shared part of your day with me, whether this is your first visit or you're a return visitor. And if you would, consider sharing this episode with a friend to help other people find their way to Here's Hoping. This is a small and heartfelt podcast created because I love to do it. If you're interested in having a conversation with me in my imaginary coffee shop, you can send me an email at hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. There are links in the show notes to help you out with that. Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by Reverend Dr. Seth Jones, who does indeed appreciate a good quote by John Lennon. Thank you, Seth. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorex with additional graphics created with Canva. And since today's Pearl of Wisdom is small and compact, I thought I might share with you a quote that I first heard from my amazing kid. This is how Gabe described the origins of iron atoms. (laughs) Like I said, small and compact, just like today. So here's how Gabe described the origins of iron atoms. They said, Iron atoms were first forged in the heart of dying stars going supernova. And the only way that megafauna like humanity can evolve, to the best of our understanding, is by taking advantage of the structural integrity of iron atoms to carry oxygen. So in a very real way, we all breathe 
because of stars that have lived and burned for millions of years and then died in a burst of light and fire that made the atoms we depend on. Every time I read that, I get chills because we are so much more than what we see. No matter where your road takes you, may you be surprised by moments of joy and rest in a pleasant surprise along the paths you walk and may health and peace accompany you always. Until next time, take care of yourself. Bye-bye.